Hey, hey, this is Lizzie with Love Day Coaching, and this podcast is about you. Yes, it's about you. Every week, there's a brief message with a series of questions to help you hear yourself. We spend so much time listening to what others say or watching what other people do. This space is a few minutes for you to step outside of what other people say and do, figure out what you need to say or do to flourish and thrive. This, my friends, is about you. Hello, hello, welcome. It's Lizzie here for another episode of This Is About You. I am thrilled that you're here. Welcome, high fives for showing up to the podcast. I hope that what is said today will remind you of your biggest superpower. As a human being roaming planet Earth, you have a superpower. That superpower is your ability to choose how you perceive this whole experience. Tap into that superpower and begin to get curious about how you can practice choosing how you perceive this whole experience. There is a term in the study of psychology I want to talk about today, and it is identity foreclosure. This is a psychological description of someone who accepts the values, skills, goals, and overall worth someone else has assigned to them without questioning it. From a young age, we learn from teachers, parents, peer groups, and other community members about who we are and who we should be. We adopt our sense of self-worth from our experiences with the people and the immediate culture around us. Identity foreclosure happens when we are not willing to question the things we have learned and engage in ways to grow our identity. This shows up when we are so dedicated to a set of values that have been placed on us that we feel it's impossible to consider other visions for ourselves that we might actually prefer better. Today, I invite you to open your mind to new possibilities. If you are interested in personal growth and development and you want to feel more inner peace, identity foreclosure is something to build some awareness around. In real estate, foreclosure is when a lender takes ownership of a property when the payments aren't being made by the borrower. So question to ask yourself today, Who or what has taken ownership over your sense of worth and identity? In what ways have you outsourced and borrowed from the people and cultural influences around you to receive your sense of value? Like a borrower in the real estate world, have you been figuratively paying other people to tell you what you're worth? Let's talk about some symptoms of identity foreclosure so you can recognize where this might come up for you in your own life. Some symptoms might be having a consistent low to high level of anxiety, having authoritative tendencies with the people that you're closest to, 
discomfort, and avoidance of new ideas or people. Resistance to experiences that are outside the lines of the culture and values you adopted at a very young age. A view of the world with a rigid black or white type of thinking. Either it's this or that. They're good or bad or I'm good or bad. Your culture and people versus someone else's. Finding safety in outsourcing ideas to perceived authority figures to a point that you don't allow yourself the space to think about how it truly resonates with you and if it feels authentic to you. Your choices and opinions are based on the fear of what your culture, group, or authoritative figure might think of you. Those are some symptoms. Get curious with yourself here. How do these behaviors show up in your life? Now, resist the tendency to think of how it shows up in someone else's life, because this, my friend, is about you today. Chances are pretty high that you can relate to one of these symptoms. They might be showing up within yourself. We all have elements of this that come up in our lives. Identity foreclosure is a type of holding on to that our subconscious mind has learned to believe will keep us safe. We hold on to things thinking it will keep us safe. We hold on to beliefs and memories that have served us in some way over the years, even if they're not positive and uplifting. They're attached to how we make sense of the world and our value in it. From a young age, we seek belonging and acceptance, even at the expense of believing in something that might not truly serve us well. Because of this, we end up figuratively paying other people with our behavior, to please them, and without ever thinking for ourselves about why we believe something or if we really want to believe something. This message is not saying that all the beliefs we've adopted are faulty and we need to get rid of them. That's not what this is about. It's more about that superpower I mentioned in the beginning, your power to choose your perception, to look at what you have and choose it again, or to choose something totally different. When we give up that power, we are not able to tap into our full potential as human beings. Each of us has unique skills, thoughts, resources, and experiences that can serve as a springboard to reaching our ultimate potential. There's a problem, though, is that we are all too afraid to stop and question the ideas and perceptions that we've adopted thus far on our journey. We hold on so tight to all that information we've downloaded thus far that we get stuck with negative beliefs about ourselves and others. We become closed-minded, defensive, and afraid. You might not like that I'm going to say this, but it is frankly a pretty narcissistic approach to life. We are also consumed with one perspective, and this is the one that we have been adopting for ourselves. Early on in life, the perception that we have been adopting, we've been so consumed with it, 
And we've never allowed ourselves a moment to look away for a few seconds to evaluate. And it's actually pretty narcissistic. The problem with this is that we end up feeling stuck or trapped in some other way. We feel an internal division of sorts. It feels chaotic, unsettling. We end up making a lot of choices based on the fears of what our culture, family, or peer groups might think of us instead of what is truly most important. And what is most important is what we need and what other people around us need. When we forget our needs and the needs of others, we continue adopting ideas and beliefs that we really don't need, if that makes sense. Instead of getting and offering what we need, we live in fear that we will never get it. As a coach, I've observed this type of programming. People come to me for help with losing weight or finding work-life balance, and I've observed a type of internal division inside them that prevents them from fully finding what they really need to succeed. As long as we are not allowing ourselves to recognize what beliefs and cultural trends are not working for us, we will get up, get caught up in the trends around us and forget who we are and what we really need to flourish. Some examples to share how this can show up. I had a client who was wishing she could go out on dates and not have to drink. She struggled to see that there was actually an option to be someone who doesn't drink. She never explored how to set that boundary for herself. She had never seen anyone in her culture do that, and she never explored the idea that she could actually be someone who doesn't drink, and it is acceptable. In a sense, she never really used her own superpower. She didn't entertain the idea that she had a choice in the matter. And in the process, she continually felt divided. Another client I had who has a very deep cultural belief that his value and his acceptance among his people is based on his Ivy League education, his career titles, and that has prevented him from developing other meaningful interests that could fulfill and energize him. He's getting burned out on chasing after these things. Choosing to spend time on anything outside of these priorities has felt so shame-filled that it's felt safer not to even recognize there could be another choice. Is there something similar in your life that you can relate to? Let's get curious together and innovate. Questions for you today. Get ready to write down the answers for yourself. Pause wherever you are if you can. Get ready to answer them out loud or write them down. Make it personal for you. Questions for today. Number one. What if you could start fresh and offload the programming you have adopted since birth in regards to what makes you valuable and happy? Where would you choose to get your value from? Perhaps imagine you just arrived here on planet Earth and there are no people in sight yet. 
Where would you get your sense of value from? If there were no people around yet, where would you get your sense of value from? Number two, if you were to approach life with this as your guide, what value and skills would you recognize within yourself? After you answer number one, and you decide where you're going to choose to get your value from, now, how, what, how would you see yourself? What values and skills would you recognize within yourself? What are those? Maybe think of some statements that are I am statements or I can statements. I am capable. I can learn. I am kind. Number three, what would bring you happiness? So if you approach life with this as your guide, your guide that you just picked for finding value, what would bring you happiness? Would it be that you're alive, that you're fed, that you're facing challenges, you're learning, there's beauty around you? What would it be for you? What would bring you happiness? Number four, what if you decided to be more open to seeing new possibilities when it comes to your sense of self-worth moving forward? What would you see yourself doing differently? If you decided to be more open to seeing new possibilities when it comes to your sense of self-worth, what would you see yourself doing differently? For me, I would question thoughts that discourage me or make me feel nervous. Number five, if you allowed yourself the space to question your own beliefs and to design a life that is deeply personal and meaningful for you, what would you question first? What is something in your life that you've downloaded or adopted that perhaps you could question first? Number six, when you question this belief, who would you feel the most afraid of disappointing and why? Identify if there's some fear. Would you be afraid of disappointing anybody? Maybe the answer is no, you wouldn't. What is that answer for you? Number seven, what fears come up when you imagine yourself rethinking what you have perceived as the only way to do things. So if there's some way you've perceived is the only way to do things, what fears come up when you imagine yourself rethinking that? Maybe you're afraid of not knowing all the answers because it feels safer to think we know all the answers, right? That feels safe. What fears would come up for you? Last question, number eight. Are there beliefs that you are overly committed to in your life? Get curious about that. 
Are there beliefs that you're not willing to explore alternative options on? If so, why are you so committed to them? Figure out your why around this. Why are you so committed to them? Do they offer you and other people around you what you and they truly need? Those are your questions for today. I am here to challenge you to get curious. Allow yourself to rethink your sense of identity. What are you holding on to that you really don't need? Who or what are you selling your value to in order to feel safe and belong? Be honest with yourself about this. Open yourself up to new possibilities and innovate. Let your superpower be to choose. Choose to adopt ideas, beliefs, and actions that will free your mind and heart. Deliberately choose and design your personal culture. Let this culture guide your sense of identity, value, and purpose so that you can live in peace. As always, I will be here cheering for you with compassion and love. I'm passionate about helping you get up and out of chaotic thinking and into a state of peace, deep-rooted energy, motivation, and love. As always, if you would like to receive the questions in your email box, you can tap the link in the show notes to sign up for those emails to be sent to you. If you would like to provide space for yourself to work more intimately with yourself, with me, and with a community of curious innovators, click the link in the show notes to get on the wait list to join my new online group coaching course, The Energy Circle, Five Months to Flourishing. It's starting soon. This course is designed to help you align yourself energetically so that you can live the life that you've been yearning for. Get up and out of burnout and step into the energy circle, my friend. This is about you.